Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to Ecolone Science. This is episode 51. This is Zete. I hope you all are doing awesome. It is the end of July or possibly early August. <laughs> Sometimes I film a couple at a time, so I'm not sure um, if this is this week or next week. But anyway, Cecil will figure it out. Cecil is my sister. She does the editing. She writes the lovely descriptions. She's awesome. And so we're a little team here building these episodes for you. On today's episode, I want to talk about um, what's going on out there right now. So again, I have established that I have no clue what the date is, so we're going to say the beginning of August. What is happening with the lawns? What what do I need to do as a homeowner or property manager right now to get through it? Now, here's the situation. We had a awful spring um, as far as weather. We had the driest April in 140 plus years in Utah. Then we had a little bit of rain in May, but very, very dry in comparison to others. So we're, we've been quite dry this year. But the lawns have looked good. If you've got irrigation, you've made it through. If you've kind of followed our tips, you've made it through. And you got through June and even until July, we had a tiny bit of rain, maybe once or twice through July. Um, I don't even know if we got a full inch just naturally. And, and you know, that natural rain is something special. And, and we're going to do an episode on that. There's a big difference between that and your irrigation big difference in the cleanliness and the nutrients, everything. But we'll come back to that, I don't know, maybe the next episode if I can remember. But so for the most part, I've seen the lawns do pretty good if you've been treating, maintaining your lawn, feeding it properly, keeping it wet properly, inch and a half a week in the area, Park City, Heber, Salt Lake. But now I'm starting to see that dreaded drought stress. I've done quite a bit of talking about it and you've already heard some on you know these LDS spots, drought stress spots, irrigation issues. But let's talk about what's going on right now and what do I need to do. So we are in the heat of the summer and this year besides it being dry um, and I don't have data to back this up. I, I should probably just look it up but I'm pretty sure it's been the hottest I think consistently since I've been here in what 10 years, 9, 10 years in Utah. We usually, especially where I live, um, elevation's 5,500 um, and Park City are at 7,500. So we usually... Um, you know, in Heber, we'll, we'll see, you know, maybe a week, maybe two weeks of in the 90 degree weather. We've been there for a month. It feels, it's just been forever. So besides it being dry, it's so hot. And again, we're close to the sun. You know, we don't have the best soil. So the lawns are just, they're starting to pay that price. And especially from that dry spring, everything's accumulating. And so right now this is it. We are in like the final, I always call this the final hurdle. Even though here our falls go until end of September, I mean they don't start till mid late September. Um, we August this is it. This is the hardest month of the year. Here's what we got. We're up against you know besides drought stress, besides intense heat, besides you know peak time for insect and fungal damage. I mean everything that goes wrong it happens in August. So my advice is first of all just expect it. Just say this is the hard month. It's you know I might see some new spots. I may not. You know if I follow the tips we can minimize it. Um, but if there's a time where your lawn will struggle out of the 12 month season in Utah, it is August. So just possibly you might want to lower your expectation a tad, be okay with a, with a brown spot, you know, with a stress spot still. And I, and I've teached you, I teach you, I've taught you some tips on how to navigate through those spots, how to, you know, break up that, that, the, the layers, how to soften, you know, the issues. Um, but, but we're seeing it now. It's, it's, it's the worst. So just maybe step one is lower your expectation just a tad. Recognize that we are in a mountain desert and we are really high up in the sky, like over a mile here. And so that all that is nature and be okay. Just breathe. You know, um, it's okay if, if you get a couple brown spots. world's not going to end. As long as you follow the steps, it will come back. 
the other thing I forgot to mention, besides all the, the issues, August is peak season for things like everybody's favorite, crabgrass and spurge, you know, these weeds that are so hard to kill, nutsedge, you're seeing them now, right? If you see them at any point in the year, this is the time you see them. They are very hard to kill weeds. It can be done. Um, but so not only is your lawn stressed, and that reason is because your lawn is under stress. It's under attack. It's weakening, right? It's, it's, it's thinning out in some ways. And so these aggressive thick weeds and insects and fungal, they're going, boom, perfect time. You know, the lawn's weak. The roots aren't holding on as well. I'm going to get in there and do my damage. And so you, that is really compounding all the problems. So step one, just breathe. Just realize, hey, it's August. If I was standing out in the sun for 15 hours a day in Utah, I would be dead by now, right? So give my lawn some credit. It's a plant. Secondly, remember, as long as you do these, the things we've talked about, so, you know, meet the minimum, at least the minimum requirements for water, um, you know, things for the drought stress we've talked about with the, with the breaking up that sodium, that sodium layer, you know, with soil surfactants, feeding properly, mowing properly, raising your blades, please be raising your blades by now. If you haven't, get them up, get them up three inches. I'm, I'm waving my hands up as if I was at a show telling everybody to stand up on their feet, get them up, um, all those things, that's going to really help you survive this. But as long as you're doing those, what you will see is those brown spots in your lawn, it'll bounce back as soon as it breaks, as soon as the temperatures break and the nights start to cool off, which it changes each year. But usually somewhere in mid-September, your nights will start dropping a little bit lower instead of the 60s or you know, 50s into the 40s. And that's going to be awesome. And as soon as that happens, your, your, uh, your lawn will be able to breathe. What, what it does is it's, it naturally wants to go to bed. It's like, this is too hot. I mean, it's like when we're depressed, right? I don't want to deal with this. I'm going under the covers back to bed. It's the same thing. The lawn's like, I'm done with this. I'm going to bed. And so it goes, you know, it goes dormant. It goes brown. It's crunchy, and that's okay. Um, that's okay as long as you don't – like if you totally shut off the water and let it go fully dormant, you could actually lose it. But if you, if you say, you know what, at this point, I've had a great spring, good summer. I, I don't want to spend too much money on, on the watering and all this. I want to go – I'm okay with some level of dormancy. You could cut back your watering, keep it enough to keep the lawn alive and surviving, but let it go to sleep. That's one option. Another option is let it go to sleep and paint it, right? There's non-toxic turf paints that you can apply and they'll last for, you know, a month or so. Um, and that's one option if you're okay with it. If you're not, keep fighting the battle, keep feeding your lawn, keep, keep it wet. Don't overfeed your lawn. As it's trying to protect itself through the summer, the last thing you want to do is feed a ton of nitrogen and it's like, hey, time to eat. And it starts trying to shoot a lot of that, the energy up through the roots to grow those blades because that's when it's going to be susceptible and it's going to, it's going to really susceptible to like to serious injury and, and, and even more and burn and all kinds of things. So you really want to be switching away from that. Focus more on micronutrients right now, on iron, uh, maybe a little bit of nitrogen. Focus on humic acids. Focus on um, organics and composts. Um, you know, millorganites, if you like millorganite. Um, what else? Oh, there's, uh, out of, out of Idaho right here, there is propeat, you know, carbon sources. Focus on that type of thing. Focus on things that are going to help the lawn survive this. Revives, hydrotains, these type of things. And don't focus as much on the nitrogen. Maybe some potassium. That, that's where I would go at this point and just recognize I'm going to try to get through this as, as best we can, as healthy and alive as we can. But I don't want to overstimulate that lawn. I don't want to cause issues. Um, another thing is you could you could do less on your lawn. You could give it less traffic um, and just let it heal. Let it have space to, to heal and just let nature run its course. 
My next piece of advice is be very aware. Please be looking at your lawn. Um, and, and I know that sounds funny, but sometimes people leave for work early in the morning, they come home at night, and they don't pay attention, it's dark. But this is the time of year when you could have insects, fungal, things like that can come over. And in a week or two, you could lose it. So what you need to be looking for, irregular patches, things that seem to spread. If you see one spot and then you look out three days later and you say eight spots, you need to look at that, call a professional or get online, start looking it up. Call me, send me a picture because you could have a fungal issue that could be, it could be spreading, right? So, you, so monitoring is a big deal right now. So it's really less about feeding, feeding, feeding and more about or feeding the grass. It's more about feeding the soil right now with the organics, with the natural products, helping the soil survive and monitoring, taking pictures. If you see something that doesn't make sense, take a picture right away and take a picture every couple days. Make sure it's not spreading or growing. Drought stress doesn't spread. You can see more pop up, but insect, fungus, you'll see it start in the middle and work its way out. So really monitor and pay attention. Um, and anything you see, you know, just kind of just be on top of it. That's all you can do for the next month. But as I said, once we get through August and the beginning of September and those nights start to cool down. Now that's that's for up here in, in the Wasatch back. In Salt Lake, it's going to take a little bit longer in parts of the country. But once those nighttime temps start dropping, the lawn really starts to heal itself. And then going into the fall is going to be your best time to to renovate because it's going to be the lawn will be saying, ah, oh, we've made it through. It's cooling down. And all that energy it's, it was storing through the summer to survive, it's going to start utilizing that. So great time for potassium feedings, root development, those type of things. So anyway, I hope that helps. Um, again, I, I'm here. So if you send me pictures, uh, have any questions, I'd be happy to help. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you have a great week, and I'll see you next week on Eco Science. Mm-hmm.